This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the How to Become a Pro Wrestler podcast. My name is John, and as always, I'm sitting here with Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. Doing good, man. I am excited once again to get another podcast rolling. And what are we talking about today? All right. So today we've got a very important topic that I don't think gets focused on enough. So today we are going to talk about the nutrition tricks that every pro wrestler must know. So, right off the bat, guys, head over to Facebook, type our name into the search bar, How to Become a Pro Wrestler, find our private Facebook group, request to join, drop us your email, and we will get you right in, and we will set you up. You can ask any questions that you have in mind about this podcast or any of the projects we have coming up in the future. So, let's get right into it. So, I've told you in the past that one of the most important things about becoming a pro wrestler is to look like a professional wrestler, and we've talked a bit about training and working out in the gym to become a pro wrestler, but I want to talk today about nutrition. It's a huge factor in developing that body and that look that you want to have as a professional wrestler, and I think a lot of guys just overcomplicate everything that they think they have to do to eat right. They think it's too expensive. They think it's too difficult. I want to go through some of the things that have really helped me create a, a great nutritional guide and kind of some hacks and some tricks that you can do to make it easier on yourself. So looking at performing like an athlete is a critical part of becoming a pro wrestler. You have to look like a professional. Looking like a professional is the easiest way to make a first impression. Looks aside though, your performance in the gym in the ring is directly related to what you fuel your body with. Guys, you've heard it before. It's a cliche, but I'm going to say it because it's true. You are what you eat. All right, so let's talk about nutrition in general. A lot of people ask me, John, what should I be eating? And the first thing you have to do is you have to know what you are eating. How can I tell you what to do if I don't know what you're already doing? So a lot of times I ask people, what are you eating? And they say, ah, oh, you know, I usually skip breakfast. I don't eat till noon. Um, you know, then I eat this and then I eat that. I try to eat my protein, this, this, and that. And then what they neglect to tell you is, oh, I had a donut at 9 a.m. and a, a coworker offered me. And then at 11, I got hungry, so I ate a granola bar. And then I, I had coffee and I filled it with sugar and milk and stuff. Guys, all that stuff counts. All that stuff adds up. You can't tell me I don't eat until noon and yet you've had a donut, you've had milk and sugar and coffee. I mean, guys, all that stuff counts. So you have to, I want you to take a day, just go through, take a notebook and a pen and a piece of paper, or find some of those apps. There's tons of free apps on Android and iPhone. You can get my, my fitness pal, all kinds of stuff that'll let you just type in everything that you eat and it'll bring up all the calories and everything. But I want you to spend a day, really focus and track your eating habits. That way you know exactly what you're eating. And most of the time, people find out that they may be eating way too much and that's what they think. A lot of times people are eating way too little, which is also gonna have very, very bad effects on your health in general and the way that your body looks. So, one of the easiest nutrition changes that you can make immediately is to stop consuming liquid calories. Now, this is if you're in a, calor a caloric surplus, you're trying to trim up, you're trying to look great. A lot of times people find themselves drinking soda. I mean, a lot of people know that's bad for you, right? But 
do you really understand how many calories that's adding into your diet? So guys, the liquid calories really, really add up. And one of the easiest ways to start negating that is to drink plenty of water, aim for a gallon a day. That could be overachieving for some, but I want you to aim for that and get as much in as possible. And a lot of times what I tell people who are drinking a lot of soda is every time you drink a soda, I want you to chase it with equal parts water and just start slowly over time adding more and more water in. So talking about nutrition, let's get into macronutrients. So you've probably heard about macronutrients before, but you may not have, you may not be, you may think, oh, it's too much. It's too much information for me. I, I can't get into all that. It's too hard. So let me just simplify it as much as possible. You got three macronutrients. You got proteins, fats, and carbs that make up virtually everything that you eat. So proteins, just call it the fundamental muscle builder. Um, it's a sustainable nutrient that creates all your muscles that helps, that shows all the gains off that you get in the gym, okay? Let's talk about fats. Fats, vitamin absorption, that's what you need. That's what your fats are doing. That's what they're helping your body. That's all you need to worry about. Carbs, that's where you're getting your energy from, guys. That's where you're getting your energy. That's what's helping you fuel your performance in and out of the gym and in the ring. So here's what I want to tell you. Do not get overwhelmed with the math of these macronutrients. Once you've discovered what you're eating, you can decide on a goal. Do you want to purely build muscle? Do you need to burn fat? Prioritize which one of these things is most important to you and adjust your calories based on that. If you're trying to put on size, if you're a small guy, if you're trying to build tons and tons of muscles, you need to be in a caloric surplus, eating more calories than you're burning, and you need to be training hard, okay? Training hard is a huge part of this. If you're someone who does everything that they think they need to do in the gym, but you're still not getting that trim figure, that pro wrestler look that you're trying to achieve, you need to be in a caloric deficit to where you are burning fat. So just make it simple for yourselves, guy. guys if, guys, and gals. If you're trying to build size, you need more calories. If you're trying to trim up, you need less calories. And again, the first step you got to find out, what am I eating right now? If you're not able to put on size, that number needs to go up. If you're unable to cut any weight, that number's got to go down. After you figure out those calories, get a baseline. Again, don't kill yourself on the math. Get you a baseline number on those calories. I want you to prioritize your protein. Within that caloric goal, that number, that calorie number that you come up with, I want you to aim for 40% of those calories to be protein. I want to build muscle on everyone, okay? Build that muscle, aim for 40%, hit this number as much as you possibly can while staying within your calories. And once you can do that without question, you can worry about those other macros. But until then, do not get bogged down in the math. All right, guys, once again, head over to Facebook, type in how to become a pro wrestler in the search bar, find our private group, request to join. That's where you can ask me, you can ask Aaron, and you can ask all your peers any questions you may have about any of the stuff that I've talked about so far or any of the stuff that I'm about to talk about and all the projects that we have coming up in the future. So meal prepping, that's what I want to talk about next. This is where a lot of people get frustrated and give up. Meal prepping is very... It's, it's overwhelming for a lot of people and people think that they have to have all these different meals, their steak and their chicken and tons of different fresh vegetables 
and they don't know exactly what portions to do, and they think they have to have 50 or 60 little plastic containers inside their refrigerator ready to go at a moment's notice. And what happens a lot of times is people tell me, I did this, John. I did it. I filled my fridge up with all these little containers, and then half of them went bad, and I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Guys, you don't have to do it that way. You do not have to overwhelm yourself, spend a fortune on Tupperware, and, and fill your fridge with all these different meals and let them go bad. Once you've decided on your caloric goal and have a baseline protein number, make things super simple for yourself by portioning out that protein in meals and your snacks, okay? I want you to, so I'm just gonna give you some baseline numbers, okay? This is not gonna be, this is not gonna work for everyone. This is just gonna give you a starting point, okay? So let's just say that your protein goal is 150 grams a day. And then, okay, you can just break that down and say, I need to have 20 or 30 grams for breakfast. And then I'm gonna have a snack mid-morning. I need another 20 grams of protein. I'm gonna have 30 more grams for lunch. I'm gonna have another snack that's 20 or 30 grams. And then I'm gonna have 20 or 30 grams for dinner. And I'm also gonna have a shake after my workout. Right there, you've gotten damn close to your number, okay? It doesn't matter if that protein comes out of tuna, steak, chicken, I don't care. Anything, make it simple for yourself. Whatever you can do to get those numbers in, that's all I want you to worry about. Invest in something like a crock pot, okay? Cook yourself a huge portion of protein. Chicken, beef, pork, whatever works best for you. Mix it up every week to week. Cook you a big old portion. Have that container in your fridge, that large protein, each day. Slice off the grams that you need per meal, spice it up differently with some different seasonings, some different sauces to help yourself get it down without getting too bogged down in the repetitiveness of it. Get comfortable with repeating these meals though, guys. Don't forget your goal, okay? You can, like I said, you can spice that stuff up with different sauces and seasonings, but it's so much easier to have that one big protein in your fridge, not worry about um, delegating it out to different containers, having it there on the ready each day, get the portion you need, put it in your one container, take off with it or eat it right there in your kitchen. However you do things, take it to work with you. It's so much easier than worrying about which one of these containers do I need to grab. The, the goal here is to take out as much of the guesswork as possible. The less you have to think about what you're going to eat, the less likely you're going to be compromising your mission and eating poorly. So the, the, the more guesswork you can get rid of, the more you can have this stuff already ready to go, you, the less likely you'll be to drop in McDonald's, drop in wherever you're going to go and grab something that's not good for you. Okay. So just take this, take this off your mind. Okay. Free up your mind for more things. This gives your mind more focus on the important things like training, okay? Empty your cup a little bit. Think about your life as, as a mug. And if you fill that up with, with sleeping poorly and I've also got to go work out and oh, I didn't drink enough water and oh, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And now your cup's overflowing, okay? So if you already had it ready in that cup, like, okay, I know what I'm eating. You're not worried about that anymore. Take a little bit of stress and anxiety off yourself. You already know what you're eating. Get rid of the guesswork. Free your mind up for the more important things. Moving on. Very important part of a pro wrestler's life. How do I eat on the road? When I'm traveling, when I'm going town to town, when I'm traveling to different venues, how do I eat healthy? 
It's a big issue for a lot of people. A lot of people just get frustrated. They stop at a gas station, they eat a hot dog off the roller, and they're on their merry way, and now they haven't hit any of their goals. They've sacrificed their mission for the sake of just a quick meal. Here's a few tips that you can use for eating on the road. First of all, do a little research. Know the places you can get what you need fast food-wise. There are some options out there. A lot of fast food places have healthy options nowadays. Do a little research on their menu. Take a little extra time when you're in the drive-thru or if you walk inside, look at their menu and see what these healthy options are. For instance, a lot of people don't know that you can go to Subway and just order the straight grilled chicken breast that they put on their salads and stuff and some of their sandwiches and they slice up. You can order those chicken breasts whole or you can add those to those sandwiches to, get, to hit to salads. I'm sorry, add them to the salads to increase your protein intake. Add the chicken, extra breast of chicken on top of those things. These, these little things that you can do. Even if you're, if you, let's say you got to run through McDonald's, okay? You can go through McDonald's, and if your goal is to hit a certain number of protein, and I've told you not to get bogged down in your carbs and fats right now, you can grab yourself a couple of the small burgers, toss the buns if you're heavy on the carbs, eat the burgers. I've done it myself. Fit that within your protein and calorie goal, and you're fine, okay? At least you've hit that number that I've told you you need to hit. So be smart. Do a little bit of research when you're doing your traveling. If you're going to have to stop at these fast food places, don't compromise your mission. Don't settle. Get what you need to fit those calorie and protein goals that we talked about earlier. One of the most important things that I do personally, I pack a cooler. It's part of my gear. A small little lunchbox sized cooler. Invest in just a, a, one of the smaller coolers and just make that a part of your gear, guys. It goes with you wherever you go. Small enough to where it doesn't take up a ton of space, but it fits all the stuff that you need. Invest in things like a high-protein snack like almonds. There are plenty of good, healthy protein bars out there that you can pack for a quick meal or a quick snack when you're trying to get ready to wrestle, but you don't want to overload yourself with a ton of calories. You can pack a solid meal on the bottom of that lunchbox to eat after the show. You may have wanted to pack something on top of that lunchbox to eat on the drive to the show, something road-friendly, or you can stop and eat it out of your lunchbox, have those snacks in there, have your after-show meal in there, and you're ready to go. That way you do, you're do you never tempted to stop at these fast food joints or these gas stations and settling for something subpar. So if you really take a message away from this podcast, this has to be the most important thing to me. Don't compromise your mission. Remember your goal is to become a successful professional wrestler. You don't have to settle. If your goal is important enough, you're not going to settle for things that take you a step in the wrong direction. So what do you think, Aaron? What do you think about some of these tips and tricks we've talked about today? Man, this is all good, great information here. And I wrote down a few notes while sure. you were talking about everything. Um, you know, the first thing knowing what you're currently eating. Right. And that just gives you information, like you said, to be able to know what you need to add. I think going to the protein is probably going to be the biggest thing for most people because mm -hmm. they're going to be strength training. They're going to be, you know, uh, in the ring training or, sure. or whatever uh, they're doing to get in shape to wrestle. Um, and just being able to get the right amount of protein and prioritizing that. Usually, if, if I have a client, that's the first goal mm -hmm. as well. It's just hey, I just want you to start eating protein. Don't worry about anything else. Right. Just get the protein. That That's great information there. Um, and not getting overwhelmed. There's too many 
crazy information out there. If you just take those small baby steps, yes. like just add the protein, eat this, you know, protein for breakfast, even if it was just once a day. Right. If it was just like, hey, I need to eat more protein, I'm going to make sure I add it in breakfast. Yes. And then two weeks later, I'm going to add it for breakfast and lunch. There you go. And before long, you, your meal prep and your planning is all there. It'll all come together. Yeah, the more you do it, the more it'll come together for sure. Yeah. So all it, man, again, just great information. Eating on the road, um, you know, when I was playing sports and traveling, that that was a big deal. Being able to yeah. make sure that I wasn't eating crap before the game. Sure. Um, so, and there's apps now. I think that'll tell you the healthiest option. For sure. So there's tons of ways out there, guys, to find this information. I mean, you know, you can go as simple as as Google Maps to find all the food areas, uh, food places in your area. But yeah, like he said, there's also apps out there that will tell you the healthier locations. Yeah. So, uh, you know, do some research. Look into some of that stuff. This is something you can always ask us about on the Facebook group, and we can share links and whatnot. If you find something yeah. that you haven't heard anybody else has heard about, let everyone else know so we can all be in this together. Yeah, and if you all take this information and just go through it and just prioritize that protein and then, you know, pack the cooler and stuff, this will become such a habit. Mm -hmm. You take those little baby steps and then it's a habit, and then it's all the guesswork is gone, just like you right. said with it. I think the biggest thing when you – that you said in there that made me think is mm -hmm. like I've talked to I've been to these indie shows I'll mm -hmm. talk to the guys and sometimes you can't tell who the wrestler is versus who's just in the audience absolutely and if you yeah. tell me you're a pro wrestler and yeah. I, and you don't look like an athlete yeah it makes me question it and I think to me one of the biggest points was you need to look the you gotta part, look the part. Yeah. now and whether that's you know being muscular or being lean or if you're just a big guy just looking right. like you're athletic right looking like, unique looking athletic like, like I said it's the easiest way to make a first impression is to look the part of a professional wrestler yeah, for sure definitely so and John this is great information I know we're gonna dig into this a little deeper sure um, this is definitely great information for everyone to get started to be able to put that meal plan together Right on, guys. We've got all kinds of good stuff coming for you in the future, including way more detailed nutritional information, all kinds of cool projects that you can stay up to date with by going to Facebook and joining our private group. Just type our name into the search bar and you will find it there. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.